They are responsible for the daily, weekly, and monthly execution of maintenance tasks and operation schedules. They are often the most hated, most blamed, and most likely to have their day ruined. They are the maintenance controllers. In the fast-paced environment, controllers need to be expert at herding cats. But when things don't go as planned and objectives turn to shit, who's really driving this bitch? Well, that's a great question because from being in that position, uh, when things go south, you really, you really, you think you're the one, right? Control is in your title. Uh, but, but when it goes south, you learn that you're not actually the one driving the bus. You were just, uh, it was an illusion. Right. <laughs> you learn that, uh, management from all different, uh, departments decide that they, uh, they're actually the ones driving the bus. Right. Uh, this reminds me of the opening scene in the Simpsons where like Maggie's in the front seat of like this fake steering wheel and she's like copying everything Marge is doing. <laughs> that's yeah, pretty that's much good. what it is like look at me <laughs> <So> i'm driving <laughs> squeak squeak as i hit the fake horn yeah <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm helping <laughs> look at me i'm driving <laughs> yeah you kind of you kind of learn that you're you're just a report generator almost oh my god yes and in in some areas it's a lot it's a little bit more different or a little bit more involved than others but the last ones we were at, oh, dude, like, we're it, every day. I'm like, who, who's really driving this bus? Like, who's in charge? Like, and yeah, then we had a game plan laid out the night before. What happened? Well, what oh, happened dude. today? Absolutely. And like, well, we didn't come up with it, so uh, we don't want to use that idea. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm, and then, you know, like that, sa- that same laid out plan, you like detailed it out, like what needs to happen, where are we at with it right now, who you guys need to talk to in case something goes wrong, like just fully laid out, gave them all the answers to the test. And then you come back the, the following shift. I'm like, hey, so where, where are we at with this? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what now? <laughs> you, have, you have like this little yeah. mini explosion in your head. Like, say, say what now? What? Did I dream it? I know I didn't dream that. It was too shitty of a dream to be even. Even that was a terrible nightmare. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and then and then you're like, oh yeah, we decided not to go for it with that. Like, well, what the hell did I just do? Like the whole freaking shift before, like getting this all set up for anyway. Like, yeah, God, I put in you. Know, I say I, but I'm just like speaking from a first person here. Uh, you're like, I put in a 15 hour day to make sure I got concurrence from the different shops that we had the proper, uh, tooling and, um, parts on hand that we got customer approval that we had all the signatures we need, you know, what I had to do, you know, what we had available with us at, what was it? I don't remember what it was. It was like 1130 the night before to ensure we made a flight by 7am the next day. Yep. You come in like, oh, flight was canceled. Why? Well, I don't know. I guess they said they didn't have all the information or somebody was really upset about it because this and that. I'm like, what were they upset about? Yeah, they, they didn't approve it to fly because they were pissed off at you. What did I do? All I did was get everything together. I, I meshed together all the pieces to make it work. Everybody was on board. We put in the OT. We got it done. Yeah, but you didn't call them and let them know ahead of time. So... They were pissed off about that. Are you, are you shitting me right now? Yeah. Like, is, that, is that what we're doing? So, so I have to call 500 people every time 
we need to make a decision and get 500 people's inputs. This is insane. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. And like, or like, say like you're, you're, you're brand new to the idea or the task or the, whatever it is. Right. And, and you're trying to do the due diligence and figure it all out. And then one person goes like, well, well, he's in charge of this and he's in charge of that. And it's like, turns into like this Spider-Man finger point game. And it's, and it's one person that has one piece of information for the whole picture. Jesus Christ, dude, it's like a freaking jigsaw puzzle. What the, what am I, who's in charge? <laughs> yeah, you, you learn in a lot of instances um, when being in control that a lot of decisions are made off of, off of ego alone and not really factual evidence or what's right and what's wrong. It's just off the ego trip. Um, you didn't let me know. I didn't get to have my input and therefore I'm unhappy about it and I'm shutting the operation down. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, what's what's the gain for you having to be able to push the button? Like, this is not like the Jetsons, man, where like everything comes to a screeching halt because you forgot to push the button. Like, yeah, and the and the only reason you jump through hoops half the time in a control position is is so you can make that flight schedule, right? The flight schedule. I think we've covered this in another ep- <clears throat> in another episode, but the flight schedule put drives everything. Yeah, and so and so you. Man, hi, hey, this is a this is a high priority uh, flight. Need to get this off the deck. This is a major test. Uh, typically, you don't do that with training, right? Who cares about that? But um, <laughs> like when it comes to like uh, you know, commander wants to fly, or or you have a, a big test you need to complete in a timely manner. Um, that's when you're pushing all these things. If if that wasn't the case, and, and let's say it was a training flight or whatever the next day. Us, us, or whoever's in control is going to go. Well, we don't have all the pieces, or we do have all the pieces, but you know, screw it. We'll wait for uh, the higher ups to come in tomorrow, and we'll let them hash it out at the morning meeting or whatever else. And you're like, okay, that's fine. But, but because they emphasize right management and everybody else, or or the command side of the wing, you know, is emphasizing how important this 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 task is that needs to be done. And so you, you, you take that to heart, right? As a control, you go, okay, they've, they've emphasized it. They reiterated it. It's my job to ensure that it happens. Yes. <clears throat> Come hell or high water. And so you push through, you, you get everybody on board. And, and even as control, right? Sometimes, I mean, you can say, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to have to put in some OT today. We're going to have this. We're going to have that, whatever else. The, you know, the guys, guys could tell you, especially on the civilian side, pound saying, we're not doing any of that. You know, who are you? Yep. But, but if you have a good working relationship with it, they're, they're going to go, ah, damn it. All right, cool. And they, they stretch out a little bit and said, all right, let's get to work and let's get, let's make it happen. Yeah. Cause you kind of, cause you have that good relationship back and forth. But, but, um, then yeah, again, one of those management coming with the ego trip the next day and well, you didn't call me and personally ask for my opinion. So I'm shutting it down. Yep. All right, man. Well, it's on you, but guess what? It wasn't on them. It fell back on us. Yes, absolutely. And, and I think that's the, why do I even try? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, uh, it's like running on a treadmill. Like I'm, I'm exerting energy, but I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Burn, burning, burning wheels, but no forward (laughs) progress being made. All right. Or uh, like, uh, yeah, like you're screeching your wheels, just like really smoking it out, but it's not actually doing anything else. (laughs) Yep. Uh, And I think that's the reason why a lot of controllers are kind of seen as the enemy by everybody right including 
from the guys on the floor up until the the ones up top is like for the guys on the floor they see, they think it is a you're the overbearing asshole right that's just wants everyone to stay late just wants everyone to keep on working just wants everyone to like get things ready well ahead of time and stuff like that and for good reason uh for in some instances and then from the guys up top like the management areas or the commanders they're seeing you as as the asshole because you're not getting what they want accomplished you're not seeing the big picture as what some of them would say you're not pushing the troops or you're not pushing the mechs and techs hard enough you're not uh keeping in scope of whatever we're trying to accomplish it, whatever the excuses are right and in some instances they're kind of right because you're you're kind of like that bridge between what between like concept and execution right or uh from, yeah, yeah you're you're the bridge between management and and the floor yeah so like certain there's certain things you got to push and there's certain things you gotta you gotta take for like um not take for action but you can let it go right uh and and again what like what you were alluding to is it all depends on your relationship with the guys on the floor and the guys up top because if you're just coming down there thinking that you're the the big dick that swings left to right no one's gonna listen you matter how you you threaten them or not or matter how you um approach them they're like well here he comes instantly brain turns off checks out the lights are on but no one's home you know until he leaves right organizations this way right i've I've worked with controllers like on the corporate side of things and they were basically now well, they were kind of in remote off-site locations from where i was working but you know they would kind of say all right you know we're going to get you the parts we're going to do this we're going to do that or no i don't want you doing this uh try this instead you know, because they have experience in it, too. Um, so they have a little bit of authority and they can say yay or nay. But again, they're even bound by the flight schedule. So in some instances, they're going to do they're going to tell you whatever it takes. Right. And so that's from your and I experience. That's kind of what what was <clears throat> told to us, whatever it takes to get it done, you know, within within reason and, and safety concerns, you know. Right. Um, and so and so you do. But. And for our specific instances, we 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 made it happen day in and day out with minimal information. Right. And like you said, um, the chain of command might say, well, you're not seeing the bigger picture. Well, can you tell me what the bigger picture is? Because all I'm getting is what needs to happen the next day. But maybe project it out a week, week or two for me or even a month. Tell me where we're going with this. You know, right. And then you can relay that to the guys on the floor, thereby building that relationship, because oftentimes people from the control level down are left in the dark about a lot of things. So you don't really have uh, an overall like, Hey, here's the goal. Here's the endpoint. You're just kind of being told what to do hour by hour. And you don't really feel like you're part of the organization or you're part of what's being done. You're just, you're just a cog in the wheel. Yes. And, um, and so some people don't take, then they lose pride in their work, right? They're just like, okay, well, I'm just here to collect a check and work for eight hours and move on with my life. But if they have an overall bigger picture and know what they're working towards and say, hey, man, you know, you, you don't know this, but this is the number one test priority for the customer. And guess what? You're the lead on it. And, you know, I need I need success out of you and you're the lead on it because you're the best we got in that shop. And so you kind of you're building their ego a little bit, too. But then by that time, you're like, oh, man, I I didn't realize that I was viewed that way. Yeah. You know. And it makes them feel good, you know, good about themselves and good about what they're doing. And so they try harder. And so then they 
what do they do? They take their guys, you know, on their team and go, hey, guys, you know, I know it's going to suck, but can we just can we push a little harder? Yeah, yeah, got it. Got it, boss. You know? Yeah. And that goes into the whole communication piece, right? Like if if you at least communicate what's going on, what, what the end goal is, instead of like what you said, I'm just I'm just a cog in the machine turning. Then at least we have an understanding of where we all need to go. I remember like as a brand new mech, like we'd be working, like, especially on nights, like nights, it feels like, every, like the day is a whole lot slower because you just have so much stuff to do in such a short period of time. Um, mm-hmm. Like I remember like we would have all our maintenance done. We're pretty much ready to wrap it up. And then control comes down like, Oh, Hey, we got to do this, this, and this. I'm like, Holy fuck. Really? Like more, there's more stuff to do. Right. And that's when that's where you kind of get that idea like, well, control is just a bunch of assholes because they're always just like giving you work or more and more stuff to do. Right. But, right. but then that, that kind of builds into the bigger picture. Like here is exactly why we're doing it. Right. Like here's why we need you to get the task done exactly as we need it to, or exactly as the manual tells you to. So we can move on to the next task, which builds up to the big picture, which is what we're trying to accomplish. Right. And yeah, for everyone else who doesn't know, a maintenance control is pretty is air quote the person who's supposed to make sure that all the maintenance is done for the following day, week, whatever, and all the operations task is fulfilled from day, week, whatever. And they go by different names first, depending on the organization. Like most places call a maintenance controller. Uh, some places call it a production supervisor or pro super. Uh, engineering leads, production leads production controllers, uh, operations and test planners, stuff like that. It's all relatively the same shit. And again, like their, their job is to get, get the ball forward. They get the input from management or from their chain of command or whatever, or their business corporation, whatever. Like this is what we need to get done for day week task or day week month. Sorry. And it's their job to basically turn their dream into a reality. And that's where we come into that conflict again, where like uh, you got to be able to materialize it enough or at least give the, the big picture enough for the mechs and techs on the floor to get going and get with it. Because as far as they understand, they're just there to show up. They're there to turn wrenches and they're there to leave. So, But also you have to understand this control. You also have some input, right? So manage uh, input as to what gets done and when. Mm-hmm. So, understand that that management when they give out their task and what they want accomplished it's a lateral a lateral priority chart everything's number one yes whether it's the whether it's a training flight um a test flight uh maintenance going on in the hangar or um the toilet getting fixed like everything's everything (laughs) everything's number one right yes everything's number one on in their eyes and it's your job to decipher down and go okay what dates does this have to be done by? What's the amount of and scope of work that has to get done for each individual asset? And then, and then disseminate down and choose what needs to be number one at that exact moment, what needs to be started within two hours, and what can be pushed off to the next day. Yep. And that way, because if you just come out with whatever management hands you and says, all right, guys, here's what we're going to do, and, they're, and, the, and the guys on the floor are going to go, what the hell is this? We're not, we don't have enough people to get all this done. Yeah. And so, and so then that's when they just get real pissed off and then they slow down, right? Oh, you want to play games? Cool. We'll play games too. 
and we'll just oh, we're going on break. You know what I mean? Yes. And um, I, but if you can if you can decipher and disseminate down and say, look, guys, there's there's all these there's ten things that need to get done. Only five of them. Uh, two of them can be done. They're pretty small. We can knock those out in the next three hours. And then the other three, as long as we get them started tonight, we're in good shape. Yes. And so, and so you prioritize that and you're saying, well, what about the other five, man? Their due date's not for two more weeks. We're, we're good. You know? Right. And, and then the next day, management's going to come in. Well, why didn't you guys get these started? Well, I only had eight people in total last night. So, uh, we got five things, three things or two things done and three things started. So. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Right. I, I, I <laughs> remember hearing. I remember hearing that uh, from the text. Like, why do we have like 15 priorities on the sheet? And like, look, like I, I understand you guys are shorthanded. I can I can fully feel you that you'll probably get at most four or five out of these 15 priorities done. But that's all I care about because that's the reason why they're ranked one through 15. If we get past priority five, fantastic. But it's not the end of the world for me. And I think that's where. That goes back to that relationship thing. Like you understand what they're capable of doing and what they're what they have available to do. Because, like you said, like uh, management or or the chain of command or whoever will come down on you. Like I need this priority number one. Period. That whole lateral, everything's priority one. Like okay, whatever you say, and you'll find some of those controllers, pro supers, whatever, who will just take that for for action. Like right off the bat, like they're the yes person or they they're the yes man like whatever boss says boss gets right um, yep like hey i need this done right now absolutely yes sir right and it was like hey changing priorities i need this this and this like oh hold the hell up right and i i've seen this instance happen a lot where you get two different sections and they'll say i am priority one and they'll know i am priority one and then they'll have like this conflict of of schedules or whatever the hell the case may be and so, like, you're running around in circles, like, okay, whenever mom and dad stop fighting, we'll, we'll start listening kind of thing. <laughs> and right. then, and then uh, they, they finally hash it out, like, okay, I'm priority one from this time to this time, and then I'm priority one from this time to this time after. Like, that makes no fucking sense, but all right. And then, Or you have to d- dis- disseminate down right in that same instance, like, like you're both pretty, you know what I mean? <laughs> look, look, you're, you're both pretty. You're both are going to get taken care of. Yeah, but I'm priority one. I want it now. Okay, well... You want to power up and do this, but guess what? You can't because we have an aircraft in the pattern doing touch and goes. And so you, uh, you can't do that right now. Yeah. Now this is we're we're speaking from a very specific standpoint. Cause some people out there are probably going, how oh, the hell can I power up another plane when there's one going touch and goes, yeah. this is a specific type of aircraft we're, we're speaking of in this instance. Yeah. Or like, but, the, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say so. So you can't power up right now. Well, how how much longer are they flying? Well, they're flying for another hour. Oh, okay. So so you're number two now, and the other people who don't need power, and all they need is bodies to move something. They're number one. So go help them. And by the time you're done with that, guess what? The other plane's gonna land, and then you're number one. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. But yeah. stuff like that. Or you might go, hey, we have engine runs um, that need done tonight. Okay. Well, that's priority number one. Yeah, but we only have one guy, or we only have two guys on shift that are engine run qualified. And guess what? One's out on vacation, and the other one's coming in late. So we're not going to be able to start those engine runs right off the bat today. Oh, why are they late? I don't know. That's not for me to know. All I know is they're late, and we can't do that. So then you can readjust priorities from there and say, look, now we're going to make this number three because 
so and so the only person who can run it isn't on site right now right and uh just things like that so that's why it has to you know you get you have to know your crew and and even beyond the scope of work like even talking with with your crew on the ground to know what they're going to be doing that's like the guys you know you found out the night before that that guy was going to be late the next day due to a doctor's appointment or whatever so you're coming into the meeting with management and they're going this 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 and this and you're like yeah it's not going to happen our intern call guy is going to be late and they're going what we didn't know that and even their own management's going i didn't i didn't know that I'm like <laughs> yeah well i i talked to the people and they talked to me and we've said this several times but i mean 50% of our job was being a therapist. We should have had a couch. We should have had a couch in the office. Right. <laughs> this is what kind of sparked the podcast. Surprise, everybody. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, um, but it, it started as that. So the guys come in, they're frustrated. They're upset. They're whatever. And they come to our, you know, they call us, Hey, you in your office? Yeah. All right. I'm coming over. Yeah. And they come over and they, and they'd vent themselves out and then we'd find solutions and then they felt better. And then, Everybody got back to work and things happened. Yeah. You know, the one uh, going a little bit back to the priorities of things, right? Like you're number one, you're number two, you're, you're whatever. The one thing I absolutely hate is when they make this huge think about it, right? Like whoever it is that wants this uh, flight, this program, this test, this whatever, like instant number one, like they push and push and push and they get so like uh, annoying about it. And when they find, and when everyone finally caves and like, all right, fine, number one, let's get this rolling. Let's do, let's let's just go ahead and do it. We'll stop everything we're doing and get this done. And then we have people committed. We have resources committed. We have like everything all staged and ready. And we're waiting for the for him and uh, this person and their team to show up. I'm like, where the fuck are they at? And when they do show up, we're like, uh, they didn't have all their stuff together. They didn't have like their plans set out. They didn't have their test uh, documents set up. I'm like, holy yeah, shit. The parts, the parts that they were supposed to bring, bring and be installed for the test. They didn't bring. Yeah. And then they look at you like, oh, we thought you guys took care of all that stuff. No, it's not my test. I'm driving. No. I'm just supporting it. You're yeah. the one who wrote the test plan. You're the one who wants it done. We're the supporting entity to it. So you bring us everything you need or send it ahead of time. And so then that turned into to control doing the, uh, okay, well, read through the test plans and see what we have here and have this and have that. And you're like, <laughs> we're getting a little out of the scope of my job here. Like, yeah, I'm not the one driving the test. I'm just in- here to ensure the test gets executed. Yes. And like, I can, I remember specific events where stuff like that happens. Like, well, uh, well, we didn't have all this stuff, but we'll be ready later on in the afternoon. Like later on in the afternoon no man like these guys i can't just sit around and wait for a couple hours like where i take it for a grain of salt i'm putting you on priority seven or i'm gonna prioritize you for the following shift because you guys don't have your your life together so wait in line these guys got next <laughs> and well and then that leads into you you as control okay say we're going to set a time that um if you can't confirm that you have everything you need you know to the test groups or to the flight groups or whatever you can't confirm times uh parts tooling whatever by a specific time today then we're not scheduling you for tomorrow yes and you're like awesome and that that worked really well until people started complaining going but it's not fair that you know i had to drive all the way here and then you guys can't support me today yeah we told you you weren't ready by this time so we're not supporting you today and then they start bitching and moaning and calling their boss and then 
you know how that goes and the next thing you know like hey can you guys retask and support and you're like well i've already got everybody balls deep in the jobs they're doing yeah so so that's when i go to the management and go okay which task do you want to shut down today do you have to shut any of them down oh yeah i do i do i have to because that test needs four people yep. two from uh two different shops and so you get to pick then what you want shut down today so I can support that test that they weren't initially ready for. Yeah. Like that they're still not ready for. We're we're just gonna show up and just kinda like do stuff that's I guess it's not it's essential but not essential but not critical. Mm-hmm. Just like, okay, I guess we're just gonna twiddle our thumbs to watch somebody like write numbers on a notepad or some shit like cool we're so glad where we stopped doing this engine swap for this fucking babysit job i'm like thanks control <laughs> right and yeah. that's the first thing they do they blame you they blame every, they blame the controllers like thanks control I'm like it's not me <laughs> it wasn't me i tried <laughs> it's not me i'm fighting for you friend i'm your champion. i'm on your side yeah <laughs> but yep. I, but again that goes back to the communication piece and the perceived communication right like you can say like i'm your friend we treat we're not just workers we're a family right one of those kind of speeches i'm like oh okay friend whatever you say right where it's just it's just filler but not actual no substance (laughs) like uh like like hollow words right and right and that's what really drives uh that that perception right is is, um you they just feel like it's filler like you're you're just talking to give them like the little numbing agent before they, before you uh, tell them something bad and yeah. Compliment sandwich. Here's <laughs> something really good. Here's something really bad. Here's something really good. But yeah. that last really good doesn't really ever supersede the bad that you just delivered. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a term I've recently heard, which I think is freaking hilarious. It's called Bohica or like uh, bend over. Here it comes. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, every time you come out there on the line, like, okay, guys, guess what? And they're like, Bohica. Like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> well, and then there, there's times, right? So sometimes things just run really smooth, and as, as we all know they can. But when things go south and there's just change after change after change after change, and it's being driven from higher than you and whatever else. So every time you step out into the hangar and the guys, you know, guys, gals, whoever see you, Mm-hmm. And they just look at you and they go, oh, fucking now what? 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 What do you want? You know, right. They're getting real short and chesty. <laughs> That's all you can say is like, Bohica. Bohica. Oh, here he is. Here it is. Just lay it on me. Hold, hold up, hold up. And it gets like a little tube of Astragal. Like, hold up. <laughs> Some people, <laughs> I just saw this the other day, come walking into the hangar and one of the guys turns and goes, looks and goes, oh, great. Here they come. And he just like spreads his legs. Leans forward, puts his hands on the toolbox and says, I'm ready for you. Come on. <laughs> give me what you got. And I'm like, oh, it's not that bad, guys. Come, like, on. come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's not that bad. It's only it's only five more planes. You got to get ready for tomorrow. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So what if you're the only guy qualified to do this job that's on site right now? Come on. Come on. <laughs> I feel like I should be doing that one hand gesture, you know, like. um What's it like? I'm trying to pinch a grain of salt between my fingers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> the capiche. Um, yeah. Thing. The capiche. <laughs> the old Italian mafia stuff. That's how I feel like it, man. And um, if we haven't alluded to already, it's like being a controller is pretty much you got to be like a jack of all trades. And because you're dealing with a lot of information that's yet 
you probably never had any sort of experience in like especially in the military sense like guys who go to control are from guys from the different shops right you get like engine mechanics become controllers avionics technicians become controllers in a very very slim scenario you'll get like weapons or or explosive uh, guys become controllers and they don't know what each other's job does like Take imagine taking like a mechanic and then some guy comes in with an avionics problem and he starts spewing out like all sorts of electrical information. Like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? Yeah, like, talking about milliamps and ohms and all that kind of stuff. And you're just like you're short circuiting. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you're like you're like Homer Simpson when the monkey banging the symbols in his head. <laughs> <laughs> right, and you're and you're just like, why is the computer making funny noises? <laughs> That's pretty yeah, much what it's like. 404, the blue screen of death comes across your eyes. Yes, right? So, or, or vice versa, right? You're the avionics person. Someone comes in with a sheet metal problem. Like, oh, hey, like we got like these overboard holes. We got to plug it with, uh, with these bushings and blah, blah, blah. He's like, what the fuck does any of this mean? <laughs> right? Right. But again, yep. like, but again, that turns into like, you know, you got you to gotta understand when you, if you do fall into this role, you got to learn how to translate these things and what they mean as far as the priority of execution goes because someone can come in there screaming like oh my god avionics problem priority one like and you and you you don't know better like okay yeah that sounds horrible priority one and then you dedicate a whole bunch of people and then next thing you know like the lead for the mechanics comes in like hey man why the hell did you retask all my people to do a freaking a battery change on aircraft such and such i'm like Wait, man, what? It's like, yeah, they just yeah. Ha- they just have to do a battery change and shit like that. Like, whoa, that's not what it sounded like to me. It sounded like this thing was gonna explode or some shit. Like, no, man. <laughs> they just have to do a battery change and they gotta test it once it's in. Like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Another thing you have to also deal with in control, and no, I've seen it no matter no matter what type of aviation you work in, is um local management retasking the troops after you've already, you know, dictated the priority yes. for the priorities for oh the day. Oh my fucking God. Yes. And so you come out and you're like, why are you working? Or somebody will, you'll hear in passing. Somebody's like, yeah, so uh, we're doing this, 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 and this. And you're like, okay. And you hang up and then you're like, wait a minute. We're, and then, you know, you look at your other controller. Were we doing anything on such and such tail number today that I'm not tracking? No, we don't have anything scheduled for that. Huh? Well, let me go take a walk. You get out there and you're like, hey, what the fuck are we doing here? Oh, well, this is a side project that such and such manager wanted completed. So he retasked us from that. I'm like, you guys were assigned to this, though. I need that done. That's got to fly tomorrow or whatever else. Yeah, though, our boss told us this. And that was, that was kind of the frustrations a lot. And I've seen it. And no matter, like I said, no matter what, what side of aviation you work in. And you're like, come on, man. So you go talk to that management. And you're like, Look, this is the priorities and that. Yeah, but I need this done too. So you do it then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't take away from what's currently working. Find find the guy who's just doing CBTs or whatever and take them out there and, and use that as training for whatever your side project is. Oh my God. I remember doing so many of those like, hey, I know this is the priority, but you guys need to do this for whatever the reason. So just get to it. And not a single soul would say would even have the forethought to say, hey, maybe we should probably tell control about this, right? Or they'll tell right. or they'll tell control, but they'll sneak it in there like all like nonchalant, like it's not invasive, right? Like, oh uh, 
we're gonna do we're gonna do some engine some engine training on aircraft such and such. It's no big deal. It's probably gonna be like three or four people. It's not gonna be a problem, right? They'll just say like real slow and under their real fast and under their breath and like and I'm like oh, okay. And then depending on what the controller's doing, yeah, sure, whatever. Just get out of my face. And next thing you know, you hear an engine powering up. Like wait a minute, what the fuck? Like hey, uh, is there a plane Who authorized that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is there a plane about to take off right now? Like no, like. And he started looking at the board, seeing what, what took off already. Like, there shouldn't be an engine running right now. What the hell's going on? And, you, and they, like you said, you walk outside like, what the fuck? <laughs> yep. Or they purposely don't tell control because they know the answer they're going to get is no. Right. No, no. Put that, put that in the, on the to-do list for tomorrow. You know, we'll re, 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 uh, readdress, reattack this tomorrow. Maybe we can fit it in then. But today it's a no-go. Yeah. Oh my God! So so many of that, and if if y'all haven't been can didn't catch on, like just being a controller is literally like hurting cats. Like I'm literally like a cat herder with a stick trying to figure out how to get a whole group of cats together in one place, and the doesn't work. So yeah, well, and then other aspects of control, some controls or what they call control isn't really a control at all. All they are are um are report generators. Yes. They don't drive anything. They don't push anything. They just sit in a room. They track, you know, TCTOs. They track whether the aircraft's FMC or NMC. Um, they have a schedule and a list of when things need to get done, but they don't drive it. So nobody else drives it either. So then I'm, you know, sitting there as QA going, man, this one thing is like six months overdue. What the fuck? When are we? <laughs> yeah well it's not really important right now i was like and i'm like oh is that a that's that's fail then we're we're delayed we're like well no because we haven't assigned it yet it's once it gets assigned then it, then you get to start tracking it and then we only have so many days to get it done i'm like i don't it, it's some organizations are weird in that aspect but mm -hmm. but i'm like well why isn't control saying anything about it well all they do is they just report send out reports every day kind of giving status updates um they they tell us uh, they're in charge of when new when visitors are on site of checking them in and making sure they have the right badging. Um, they they send out the flight schedule, which you need the little orphan anti decoder ring to decipher anyways, because <laughs> it's just a hodgepodge of numbers and letters, and none of it makes sense. Oh, and they don't even put the tail numbers on there. <laughs> you don't even know what you're reading. Like, what's flying on what day? I don't get it. Right. Um, yeah. And then. And then they, um, yeah, they don't really, they don't really drive anything. So that was, that was a new, that was a new concept for me to have a control that doesn't drive anything. They, they basically called them as they were explained to me, like, oh, they're just secretaries. Yeah. I was like, well, what's the, what's the point though? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what I mean, they're doing could be done by, by other, other management. Right. I don't think mm -hmm. we're that busy that they can't, they couldn't take care of that. I don't know. Um, I know I, I don't want to see anybody out of a job, but it's just one of those things where you look at it and you're like, but I, I wouldn't call that control. Oh, no. I'd call that admin or something. You know, I don't know. Yeah. You, you know what's weird or what's funny, man, is uh, if you were to take the term maintenance control and plug it into, like, say, Department of Labor or uh, there's this other site, it's called uh, Onet. If you put maintenance control in it, it, the next correlation to that job is actually a clerk. It just says a maintenance administrative clerk. 
I'm like, oh yeah. Huh. I'm like, what? Interesting. What? Like, and and that and that's exactly what the 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 description is. What the, what you just said. Like, I'm just there to publish a schedule. I'm just there to track plans. I'm there to uh, to uh, track inspections and publish them and 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 relay statuses and shit. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, that's that's control. Air quote control. Like, no, dude. That's like man. That's like a job you give the new guy when he's like just trying to learn control, you know, like try to figure out what control does. Like this is part one of 27 <laughs> that you got to learn. But the dangerous to- part about that is, right, is most of us who have come from a a true control background or whatever else, like we show up to that organization that treats the position as a clerk and you walk in there and you're you're asking all these questions and they're going, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm like, you you should be my one-stop shop to come in and figure out where we're at on part statuses, where we're at on aircraft status, where we're at on a flight status, where we're like, I should be able to figure out anything that's going on with that aircraft by coming to you. Right. And you're telling me, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Nobody tells us anything. I'm like, nobody tells you anything. Go figure it out, you know, but that's, that's not how it's treated. They are treated just like clerks. Yes. Extremely well-paid clerks. Yes. And like I said, that that's where most of it falls in. But for experiences like us and a bunch of other people, right? Control is control. And they're basically like the brains of the operation, right? Or at least the, the central hub of information for everything, right? And that's mm-hmm. kind of how like a real like real controllers are like. Like you're basically like the the central hub for pretty much everything. Like you gotta know parts, you gotta know flight status, you gotta know um operation personnel. statuses. Yeah, personnel, right? And you're supposed to manage all this stuff to get the things done. Right. So it can be pretty overwhelming for a lot of people for, for most people anyway, especially like you get so many tasks and it's a, and you got to make so many flights happen. You got to track so many tests, so many projects, so many parts, so many personnel, all this. There's a point, there was a time, man, where like I would dream I'm, I'm working, but like, like I'm actually working a full on day and I'll, and I'll, and I'll come to work the, the actual day. And I'll think like, I all my dream shit was real. I'm like, hey, so where are we at with this engine run? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, we just ran an engine run like, uh, like last shift. I'm like, no, <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, it's one of yeah, it's, you take you definitely take your work home from with you. You don't get to shut it off in yeah. those kind of positions. Yeah, which is you know good and bad. The good is that you always have the information. You're always in the know. Um, but the bad is, is, like you said, you can't turn it off and you spend your Sundays going through emails to get ahead of what fresh hell awaits you on Monday. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <Right. laughs> and, I, and I always joke, like, actually, one of the DTM girls joked, I'm like, do you get paid for all those hours when you're sleep working? Like, fuck, I wish. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Be paid 24 seven. Right. But no, <laughs> you don't. You don't. You just you're there. You'll dream it. Um, You're like, man, did I did I send that report? Did I put that information in there? Ah, oh, shoot. I'm going to my ass chewed out tomorrow. Yep. Oh, uh, dude. Like, yeah, that's another thing, too. Like, being in control, like, pretty much will we'll drive up your anxiety, especially because, like, not you're like, since you're the central hub and you're kind of like the go to button pusher for a whole bunch of stuff, like, if one thing doesn't happen or you haven't heard back from something in a certain time, they're like, well, what's going on with it? Oh, what are we doing? Oh, what's going on? Oh, right. You start like having this little mini meltdown and, well, what's the status of the aircraft? Well, it hasn't landed yet. It's on short final, so I'm sure we'll find out at the debrief. Yeah. No, walk out there. 
walk out there and uh, talk to the ground guys and see if they've heard anything from the air crew. I, why? It's, <laughs> you yeah. know, yes. why? It, 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 we'll find out here shortly. What am I going to find out now? Right. This exact moment that is so dire. Like I can't start working on it. It's still flying. Right. We'll figure it out. Like, uh, okay. I guess I'll figure out a way to grow wings and shit. <laughs> and that, that, that's an interesting point because I, that's what, I think that kind of leads into why certain controllers turn into like full on douches, you know, or full on douchebags is because um, like that overwhelming anxiety gets to you. And especially if management, they, they just want to see results, right? All they care about is results. So they start pushing your, pushing their thumb down on you and just drives your anxiety up higher. And so you start coming up with fruity calls, like stuff like that. Like what's up with this plane? Has it landed yet? Like it's probably like a good 20 minutes left, man. Like, or it's on short final. It'll be down in like a second. Like, no, I need to know now. I want to know exactly as that wheels touch the floor and stuff like that. I'm like, I, I guess. Like I'm, I'm not going to radio the air crew and ask them, hey, is everything good right now? That's the point of the debrief. Yeah. You know, right. Like, l- let it do its thing, man. Like, unless you hear like some emergency call or you hear like the test failed or some shit, then you'll get a message or then you'll get a notification or something. Right. Like. But even at that, if the aircraft's in flight and they're calling code red, last thing I'm going to do is radio them. What's going on, fellas? Because they're trying to get that biatch on the ground safely. Yeah. Without dying, right? So they're under enough stress as it is without without my dumb ass going, uh, is everything good? I see you're missing a wing. What happened there? You know? Like, <laughs> right? Like, hold up. Let's assess the situation. Make sure everything's cordon and everything, everybody else is safe, as safe as possible. And then we'll start poking and prodding. Don't just like come in there screaming like, what's going on what happened right like your report can wait man like there's a reason why there's a time frame for you guys to generate that so yep exactly uh, and again yeah that goes that goes into like why are you douches like a is the anxiety b and, and then another example is people that 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 amount of power and button pushing gets to their head like i push the button so i'm in charge and i tell you what to do and they'll say that to everybody and like okay guy like you're 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 pushing the buttons but you need you need to motor it down a bit because we can pack our shit and go home and you have to be the one to figure it out so like well that's the exact thing right you can only you can only take that kind of even in control right because management uh commit chain of command whoever uh still is still they're calling you so you're the one-stop shop for them so instead of them going out to the floor and figuring out everything they call you to figure out everything but Eventually, after a lot of either micromanaging or constant changing for no apparent reason, um, control starts going, okay, you just tell me what you want done and I'll just put it on there. So that's when that's when that, that lateral priorities, everything's number one. They're okay, is that what you want? That's what you'll get. Everything's number one. Here you go. Yep. But we only had eight guys. No, well, everything's number one. Figure it out. <laughs> you know? Right. Like that. And then... It, and then, and then management starts going, okay, okay, all right, I see. And so they'll back off for a day or two, and then it's right back to the same old BS. Right. And, and I've done that myself, too, where, like, customers or whatnot will, or say, like, chain of command was like, we want this done, we want it done now. Whatever you say, coach, right? It's one of those, like, yeah. you give them enough rope to, to, to either secure. And hang themselves with, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay, whatever you say. All right, everybody, do this. I'm like wait a minute what I'm like, yeah yeah just just go ahead just just do it it's fine right are you sure yep i'm sure go ahead and do it so when you when Knock you when you hit your stopping point which i know you will 
I want them all to see exactly why you hit that stopping point. Don't do anything unsafe, but just know you're going to come to that point and I'm going to show it. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And they go to like, well, why isn't this done? We'll go look outside. Like, Where's the engine? Good question. It's <laughs> a wonderful question. We were asking that same, same thing last night as you were telling us to go get it done. Right. But you didn't hear that part. All you heard was get it done. Yes. Okay. Right. Or another instance, right, where they say, we want to have this kind of flight, this specific training flight. Like, sure, no problem. Whatever you say, coach. They start prepping it and whatnot. And then they go to uh, start their brief or they go to like, um, like give a once over the plane. Like, hey, all these equipment's missing. Yeah, I know. Why didn't you tell us? I did tell you. It's in all of your reports. It's in all of your briefs. It was in my meeting. It was when I told you that we shouldn't do this today during the meeting, but you told me to shut up in color. So here you are. <laughs> so here's your product. Enjoy right, and it. And they go like, well, why? Well, where's all the stuff at? I'm like, oh, fancy that. Uh, this is in, in depot service. This one is uh, removed for repair. This one is out of calibration. This, one's this one was canned for another asset for yesterday. Yeah. And this one's currently <laughs> flying. So uh, have fun. And I'm not, I'm not going to somehow piecemeal all these together in the span of like two hours to have a training flight for 30 minutes. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. To fly around the flagpole. I'm not doing all that for a, for a flagpole flight. Right. Get the hell out of here. Go, go wreck yourself. Okay. Now these are extreme cases, but stuff like this does happen where like, um, extreme cases, but all things that have actually happened. That's yes. why we're talking about it. Yes. <laughs> and I imagine the technicians who are actually have to be the ones to do this. We're not doing this just to waste time. We're doing this to like emphasize a point. And like after so much of this is not a good idea, you should probably shouldn't do this. And they still say, shut up in color. Like, okay. Show the shrug, of, show the shrug of knowledge. Okay. <laughs> and, yep. and again, like extreme cases, this doesn't happen all the time. In most cases, it kind of, it has a little bit of hiccups, but it runs fairly smooth, but you will run into those issues where somebody wants things done right then and there, priority one across the board. And they, it just doesn't connect that there's things that needs to happen before that. And so you kind of, you kind of let them run into that wall on their own, like have fun. <laughs> yeah. Knock yourselves out. Right. And, and usually stuff like that, we would, us in general, in particular, would tell the technicians like, hey, we know this is not going to happen. We know this isn't going to be a problem. We're fully aware of it. We just want to emphasize a point. Are you guys willing to do it? And most of the times they'll say, yeah, because they really want to stick it to them and let them know, like, this is how much is wrong. And we want to show you to you, not instead of just telling you, because telling you doesn't get through your skull. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're not you're obviously not listening to words. So now I have to use visual aids <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> uh, closing thoughts mvp closing thoughts and most of your control personnel um knowledgeable people they they want to have success just like you want to have success they're willing to work for you and fight for you to make sure that your day is as smooth running as possible obviously that's not a 100 percent case scenario just because the human factor but but work with them, they'll work with you, and, and know that they got your back. If things hit the fan, they'll always tell you, yeah, just, just send management my way, I'll talk to them. Right. And it kind of gives you a, a get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah, yeah, send your management over, I'll gladly talk to them. <laughs> right. 
now again now as far as the con- controllers themselves like you gotta if you you haven't done so already you need to create that line of communication from both the people on the floor and the people up top because whether you like it or not you're the conduit that makes it all happen so if you're the kind of controller that's all about just kind of driving priorities and pushing uh the the tasks and just kind of like um how do you say trying to out out alpha everybody it's only gonna cut it's gonna work for a little bit until someone to another like-minded uh person is gonna push back and then now you're just turning into like this tornado of friggin who's in charge and who's the button pusher right so don't don't try to don't have an argument to win have the argument to under have an understanding and and actually work towards the actual task if it's even possible and again you're you're since you're the bridge you're the one who has to be able to communicate that to both sides like this can be done or this cannot be done and here are your reasons and in in the end it all it all boils down to you so do yourself and do everyone else a favor to get that going and everything will just work out fine yeah as long as you have a good uh, good working relationship with the between control and the guys on the floor nine times out of ten you're gonna you're gonna hit home runs every time that's just how it goes Yep, yep. Because you have each other's backs, you look out for each other, and it just works. Yep, absolutely. On that note, thanks, everybody. Bye, everyone. Have a good day. We'd like to take this time to thank our patrons for supporting our show and allowing us to continue to make episodes, maintain our gear, and create merch for all of our listeners with special thanks to Erica Lamont, Chris Hawkins, Ryan Frushauer, Dan Schubert, Jenny Dignan, and the ladies of the Dick Talk and Mimosas podcast, thank you all so much for your support and patronage. Visit our shop at cancelformaintenance.com and grab some swag to show off both your support for us and your prowess as an aircraft technician. If you have ideas for the show or you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit our contact us section and send us a line. We will do what we can to get your ideas or yourself on the show. You can also follow us on social media such as on Facebook at Cancel for Maintenance. Instagram at Kanks, that's C-A-N-X for maintenance podcast, or on Twitter at C-X-M-X podcast. Check out some of our affiliates like Rockwell Time, where they make both rugged and classy watches to fit your lifestyle. Use the code CX4MX and save 10% off your purchase. Support us on Patreon. Our patrons get exclusive perks such as access to our Discord, discounts and early access to merch, special patron-only episodes, and so much more. Thank you again so much for listening and we'll see you next time.